Last week on Our Stormy Present, the gang crashed an Empire Entertainment show to steal an expensive amplifier. In the process, they came across a strange device powered by an extremely hungry demon and wrecked the shit out of it. This week, it's time for high-flying violence and conversations with your dad's friend in Bone Dry Martini. After a pit stop at a floating junkyard, the members of the band that... I don't think we ever named the band, actually. Do we want to name the band? Uh, uh hmm. Yeah, I, th- this, this does not feel like something I would have input on. <laughs> God, yeah, I, I don't know. Kind of put us on the spot here. <laughs> Fuck the Empire, I don't know. We could just name it after the ship. Which yeah. has three names to choose from. Well, I was, so I was gonna say, uh, Forte has probably uh, signed the band up for various events by different right. names over the course mm-hmm. of however long she's been with mm-hmm. the group. What were the names we came up with for the ship again? We did that like I'm weeks s- ago. I'm seeing Old Betsy, right. the Brave Hope, the Dream Chaser, and the Ship. All of these are our band name. Yep, I'm good with Old Betsy personally, but. Yeah, you would be. That's the yeah. name your character calls it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of those things we all call it something different. Yeah, but we need a name for the band. The yeah, thing. same thing. The band and the and the ship are the same thing. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> There's just a flyer what? that says Old Betsy, aka Brave Hope, aka the Dream Chaser. Right, yeah, AKA it's like the going, ship. Right. It's like going to the totally reprise uh <laughs> webpage. Audio entropy. <laughs> Alright, so the band, which is... Oh, what was the Cars one called? Oh, what? Life is a Reprise Way? Yeah, Life is a Reprise Way, the band. That's not <laughs> oh, our no. name. I refuse. Our uh, name is The Ship, a.k.a. Old Betsy, a.k.a. The Brave Hope, a.k.a. The Dream Chaser. No, I think it's Life is a Reprise Way. God damn. <laughs> Let's compromise and call it Lightning McQueen. Sure. No, I do not. I no. Lightning I don't McQueen. Run a foul of Disney. Um. <laughs> Thunder what? McQueen. Thunder. Thunder McKing. McKing. Yeah. Yeah. Thunder, Thunder McKing. McKing. Thunder McKing. All right. All right. Thunder McKing <laughs> has taken to the skies of Shinewave again in search of Garcia, a demonologist and former pirate who worked alongside Leah's father Buckner. According to his ghost, Garcia mentioned wanting to retire to Costa Quindici, an isolated island which has always served as a safe haven for rebels, thieves, and performers who couldn't secure a contract with Empire. All right. Okay. You guys want to vamp at all, or just? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean that that that's where Leah's heading, unless someone else in the crew has any objections. So. Yeah. No. I think. Uh, uh, 
God, who the fuck am I? What's my name? Polaroy. There we go. That's me, Polaroy. Yeah, I think he is just like huddled up on the couch, still just trying to like calm his nerves after all the shit that went down last time, and trying to make sense of what on earth just happened. Uh, Rosa is playing on the new guitar, but it has too many keys, so she's like reprogramming it so that like a bunch of them play the same note. Mm-hmm. Mm. Forte managed to pick up a bag of combos from a vending machine at the junkyard. They don't have combos in space. <laughs> there's, there's space combos. Oh, it's combos. No, no, we need, we need, a, we need an alternative uh, sci-fi futuristic nickname for combos. Um, uh, collaborations? Listen, <laughs> combos with listen, a K. Combos are the uniting tether between all Eidolon-affiliated podcasts. I'm looking up Thesaurus.com for combination. I think they're called uh, agries for aggregate. Sure. Agri, sure. I, I like the sound of that. So anyway, I'm just stuffing my mouth full of uh, flavor-filling pretzels and uh-huh. trying to get Podleroy to understand that we just simply don't need to worry about understanding what happened back there because that was back there, and we're no longer back there, so it's not our problem. All right, but my main concern is that what if what was back there ends up being up there, I say, pointing forward. And it's making better time than we are, and I think we can just let it keep passing on by. Unless it turns around. Listen, what would that thing want with us? We helped it get free. If anything, it would be thanking us. Oh, boy. We should have charged it. I did want to eat it, so. I think it wanted to eat you, too, though. Eh. That's what happens, dear narrator. Sometimes two things want to eat each other, and you figure out who eats who. That's nature. Mm-hmm. Nature finds a way. Uh, speaking of nature, the van is approaching a forested island filled with mountains and trees and waterfalls, all sorts of beautiful fixtures of nature. There's some nice seaside towns, not much in the way of cities. It's a fairly rural floating island as things go but there's also just like a lot of trucks like there's a lot of trucks floating around that island what type of trucks real real big motherfuckers Mm -hmm. real big rigs are floating Mm -hmm. around that island Uh, yeah it's a trucker island what is this is this the island we're trying to get to or uh i think leah's dad would pop in at that and be like well, uh, I suppose it is, but I haven't ever seen so many ships in the air, especially ships like that. Sorry, I've been zoned out staring into the middle distance for the past five hours. Where are we going again? Oh, we're um, we're we're gonna go see uh, we're, we're gonna go see my dad's old partner. He knows he knows about demons and stuff. Oh, oh, oh! All right, yeah, that's probably for the for the best. All right, yeah, go, go ahead and lie by down, Potteroy. I'll be uh, I'll be ready to explain it all again when you forget in a half hour. Sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, how are you? How are you gonna approach this island? Are you just gonna try and barrel through, or what? Well, is there any reason we can't just find a spot to park? Or parking uh, seems real rough. I- well, at least let's just pull over here and walk or walk over to it. <laughs> sure. Like, is there is there no place to absolutely is there absolutely no place to land or there are some gaps in between the trucks but there's like a lot of them and 
you know, the caravan itself is on the larger side, especially with all the bullshit attached to it. Caravan? Van, camper van, RV. Oh, 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 R. oh okay. You meant RV. The, the, flying, the flying ship, which is just a thing with a hot air balloon on the back. Okay. Um, well, I'm at a loss. <laughs> Both in and out of character. What if we flow, fly up over the island and find somewhere to land on land? Instead of docking at the edge. Yeah. I mean, that, that, yeah, of course. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of that's, that's what I was asking, is if that was doable. <laughs> Alright, well, I don't know. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Yeah, it's just, uh, let's just try and find a clearing or something, right? Or make one. <laughs> I, I roll down the window and just point a gun out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think no, somebody... No, no, put that away! I think uh, Forte's PDA starts ringing. Oh, I didn't know I could do this. <laughs> Hello? Uh, hey there. Um, what's uh, what's with the gun? And and the, the the whole hot air balloon thing. What's going on? Oh, uh, we're just we're just looking for a place to land. Figured uh, <laughs> seems like parking's a little uh, rough, so we were just gonna make our own spot. Oh no, that's no trouble at all. Uh, do you have an official Empire Entertainment letter of mark? Oh, uh, yeah, of course we do. Great, could you just scan it and send it over to me, and I can make sure that everything looks good to go? Ooh, we do not have a working scanner. That's actually part of the reason why we're here. Broke down halfway through, uh, need to pick up a new one. Are you sure about that? Because I'm looking at the metadata from your PDA there. Seems like, seems like it should be good to go. Oh, yeah, you'd think so, but no, this thing is physically busted. Like, the, the, the lens is just shot. I could, I could, I could definitely scan something and send it to you, but it's just gonna look like a bunch of blotches. All right, I'm gonna say, roll charm plus lies. You have both of those. I'm gonna say difficulty one, so that's gonna amount to two d ten. Uh, those are both fours. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not ideal, and no kismet stress. So playing with fire isn't gonna work here. All right, yeah, let me just do a quick roll for stress. <laughs> All right, well, that's not too bad. This is one one stress. You can take that easy. Uh, I think there's a pause and the noise of typing on the other end, and the person's like, see, I don't know about that, and between, between your story not really lining up with what I'm pulling from the PDA... The gun not being an Empire-manufactured product, and the fact that your van's trajectory seems to be taking you on a direct path away from the site of a terrible calamity, I'm starting to think that maybe you're, uh, maybe you're some kind of pirate, and we should open fire. Oh, absolutely no need for that, ma'am. Uh, we, we are not pirates. We are, we are a humble band. I think while you're saying that, there's just sort of a humming and clanking noise as several of the trucks begin to unveil, I guess you'd call them beam cannons. <laughs> this oh, is... shit. Fuck. Okay. Uh, this is why uh, I hate truckers. I, I think Polaroid's going to kind of sh- sort of shove Forte out of view of the, the PDA's camera or whatever. He's like, oh, hold on just a second. Hold on. What, what, what's all this for? We haven't done anything wrong. Well, I'm sorry, but it's just what we've been hired for. See, there's no there's no trade going in or out. We're we're doing a blockade for Empire. It's a contract thing. 
Oh, you're doing a block. Oh, well, we didn't know that. Did you know that? No one told no, us there was no. a blockade going on. No, oh, if we had understood there was a blockade, of course. Uh, you have to respect a blockade. Goodness gracious, I'm so sorry. Why is there a blockade? Oh, who can say? But we should probably just be on our way, right? I, th- I would think they can say. Oh, no, we can say. It's, it's because they've been doing a bunch of unauthorized trade, harboring pirates, harboring unlicensed demonologists, all kind of stuff like that. Oh, goodness gracious. We would have never come here if we knew they were so disreputable. Well, we should probably just turn ourselves around and put her on to a different uh, me- mechanic. Is that what we're still looking for? I've, I've f- already forgotten. Oh, Roy? What's up? Hang up. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Where's the, um... No, that's the volume control. Uh, no, uh, that's Forte, just... Forte, hang that's up! Speakerphone. <laughs> I hang it up. Uh, <laughs> Rosa has been uh, winding up her hula hoop this whole time. I think as soon as the connection dies, Potteroy just starts screaming, They're going to shoot us! Forte also starts screaming at the PDA, Did you rat us out, you little shit? I am incapable of ratting you out. This was an unrelated incident. That you miraculously managed to bumble into through your unrelated plans. So I assume that the band has a big door that opens in the side like bands do? Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Rosa's gonna open that as she's spinning up the hula hoop. And she's gonna see if she can reach, if there's anything she could land on of any other truck nearby. What are you doing? Alright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say... There's one truck in particular. Most of these don't really have trailers. The ones that do have trailers, they just seem to be a place to mount more weapons. Mm-hmm. But one in particular has got like a nice, clear, empty bed. And you could basically use that thing as a runway and just like roll on down there. Yeah, I will do that. All right. Uh, give me rush plus dread. No difficulty. So 3d10. 449. All right, so yeah, you just sort of rev up, and you know that thing that Sonic the Hedgehog does? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. You spin dash right down there, just slide in, roll along the bed of that truck, I sort of bounce against the cab. The this point, the in midair is when the hula hoop turns on, mm-hmm. so it goes from being a ball to, like, a... A, like, armored ball to a, a, like, red ball of laser that leaves a streak behind. God, yes. And then that just smashes itself into the truck and carves the back of that that truck. Okay, so inside the cab of that truck, Mm -hmm. I think what you see is... Now, this is unfortunate, because I did write this description (laughs) a week or two ago. So, uh, pour one out. But you do see somebody wearing what looks kind of like a really fancy Daft Punk costume. Oh. <laughs> like, like it's Rip. technically a mech suit, but it's not a great one. Uh-huh. And there's little holes carved in the top where there's two bunny ears just popping out. And I think she's tapping away on a laptop, and then she looks up and she's like, Oh, I was I wasn't expecting uh, I wasn't expecting company. Wow, that w- oh oh wow, that's that's not great, huh? Keep spinning hula hoop. Oh um, oh, that's that's real bad. And I think the driver of the cab just hits the brake 
no, they don't need to hit the brake. It's already in. It's already in neutral. It's just hovering. Mm. They get up, and ooh, they're big, and they got they got some they got some ink. They got some eyeshadow, and ooh. I think she just gets between the two of you. She's like, "Is there gonna be a problem here?" I don't know. Are you gonna drive away and leave us alone? You're asking the leader of the third most dangerous gang in the s- state. I kill, is I kill is there her. a state? Oh, okay. Them. Yeah. All right. Just just. I attacking. swing at them. The moment they don't say yes. Okay. So I'm gonna say this is. Maxi doesn't get to do any funny voices. <laughs> <laughs> so I have bad news because this is gonna be dread plus rush at difficulty two. You're rolling a single d10. Hell yeah. I'm gonna do the trans one. Uh, let me double check if this has double zeros, because I see a 10, but I don't... Yeah, no, that's a 1. Okay. That's not, like, ideal. Mm-hmm. Let me just uh, double check the rules for mm-hmm. rolling a 1 in combat. During all this, Pottleroy is just standing at the, like, threshold of the, the ship door, just staring down, just dead-eyed expression on his face like what why would she do that what that's clearly a bad idea okay all right well it's done now oof okay hmm okay so they that lady confessed that she's that the person we're looking for is here somewhere and they're looking for him so i mean i was gonna say we should we should start fighting now but like rosa's already on it i'm more worried about if rosa's gonna get off it the hell does that mean I mean, you know, she's gonna get off the truck without dying. Uh, and on that note, so Rosa, I do think you've managed to fire lasers mm-hmm. directly at this woman's cool leather vest. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's real shiny. They just they just, <laughs> they just bounce off. It's real shiny. Oh, neat. And then she punches you real hard. Mm-hmm. Like, like eleven stress hard is Whoa, what I rolled. Jesus. In, in fairness, that would I don't have know only how been. Works, but that's a big number. It's a big number. It would have only been six if Fabby had rolled anything but a one. <laughs> so let me just roll for Fallout real quick. Oh yeah. All right. Thankfully, you have just enough corpus resistance to take that. So I think what happens is. She punches Rosa incredibly hard with these spiked brass knuckles, and what she's trying to do is basically punch her off the sh- the ship. Mm-hmm. And what she instead does is she gets the trajectory wrong, and Rosa's just ping ponging around there now. Uh, I think she glances off the rabbit girl's laptop, and she's like, "Hey, come on." So what are the other three of you doing while that's going on? Uh, regretting my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. At some point, you got to get used to this sort of thing, Polaroy. I, I am really trying hard not to. I uh, whip out my extremely cursed automaton and okay. uh, leap down into the hole that Rosa made in that, in that vehicle. Oh, oh wow. There's, there's two of you. Wait. I, I mean, I guess there's several of you. I don't really know. I'm assuming it takes, what, four of you to crew a 
van of that size is, and quality. Is the person talking the person we were talking to on the PDA earlier? Yeah, I am. I'm glad you noticed that. Hi, yeah, hi. I'm Forte. We spoke. Cool. I'm Proxy. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a hacker. I'm a dark mage, and we were you know hired to blockade this place. You two are kind of making that a, a lot more difficult. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. Like, it's nothing personal. It's just we really need to get in there, and the blockade's kind of getting in the way of that. <laughs> like I said, I mean, hey, you're here now. If you got that letter of mark, you don't need you don't need a scanner for it anymore, right? <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, totally. You're. It's a good point. Uh, yeah, hold on. Let me. I think I've got it here, and then I pull out the automaton and just like blast it. All right. Let me let me think about what's going to happen from that. Uh-huh. I don't know. It says horrifying plus plus on the traits. <laughs> yeah. No. That. See, the real problem here is, I feel like this is a role that Rosa. You know what? No, I'll say Rosa is assisting because. Okay. Yeah. I'm still you know, she's ping-ponging around the cab still. So, yeah, give me... I'll call it Dread plus Brawn, difficulty zero, with assistance from Rosa, that's 2d10. All right. My highest is an eight. All right, so I think it just lets out the worst little noise and instantly... Proxy's laptop is just fucking fried. Hey, oh, oh, this is the third time this week. Oops, sorry, that was not the letter. My bad. And then I just grab, try to grab Rosa and jump back out. She lets you. Like, basically catch her as she's bouncing around. Uh, I think Proxy can't really mount any attempt to stop you because she's just trying to fix her laptop now. Good, And. Good, good. The other girl is just, she's just sort of growling. She's got a bloody nose because Rosa bounced into her face a few times there. Mm-hmm. If I ever find you three again, you're dead meat, you hear me? Four? There's four of you. I don't know why I said three. <laughs> also, I've only seen two of you. I don't, whatever. Listen, okay, listen, Polaroid's not worth your time. You can give up on vengeance on him. He would never, he would take one look at you and run the other way. You have nothing to worry about from him. Bye. You know what? That that's that's honestly really reassuring. Thanks. <laughs> so well, yeah, we're like I up think, above them, right? Yeah, but I think you can swoop down and uh, get them on the ship pretty easily. Okay, okay. So the good news is, with the laptop taken out, I think that thing was actually really important to their little truck fleet because a lot of those weapons just seem to be malfunctioning or jamming. Some of the trucks are going off route, making bigger gaps. They are all planning to shoot at you, but you probably could make it through pretty easy. Wait, were they all automated? I, I'm i going to guess it's just like a coordination thing. Like, that many ships trying to do anything, like, in close proximity are going to need to coordinate, right? It, but is there anyone piloting those ships at all at this point? Is it just the two of them? Usually, people like those come in groups of at least three. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think it's, was gonna it's a gr- rule or something. Potter was going to grab the PDA and huck it out the door. No! No, this has been nothing but trouble! I regret nothing. I have lived a full and full. <laughs> uh, 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 Leah's going to shoot her grapple hand to catch the PDA. Oh, thank God. Okay. I just named it, and I could not stand the, uh, could not stand seeing it. Why like do that. you want to keep it? Wait, you, you gave me a name? 
Yeah. What is my name? Your name is Maxie. <laughs> oh no, it, it, it can't be that. It can't be the same name as the GM. That would just be confusing. Well, too bad, Maxie. <laughs> I'm writing down Maxie, but I'm not happy about it, and I, I'm gonna make it look like an acronym. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good. I, I do want I do want Leah to, uh, to turn to Potterway and say, "Listen, if we threw someone out just because they seemed totally useless, you would have been gone a long time ago." All right. Yeah, that one's fair. Listen, it's not her fault. She got hacked. I definitely was not hacked. It was just a phone call. I'm. Pretty sure that this does not have that capability. Anyway, I'm going to try and dodge the lasers now. Yes, please do. <laughs> yeah, all right. So I'm going to say, I mean, bulky is a disadvantage here. The ship is bulky. But also, you fucked their fleet up good by removing sort of their central targeting and organization hub. I'm going to say those cancel each other out. So just roll 3d10 for me. Okay, that is a nine. All right, awesome. So yeah, I think you bring the RV up and then sort of plummet into a full-on dive bomb. You graze up against a couple of the other trucks on the way, but they just sort of bounce out of the way. You're going real fast, and again, this thing's pretty bulky. They get a few shots off. Most of them are just glancing blows. Most of them bounce off some thing or another that's stapled to the side. You got a lot of parts attached to this thing. And you manage to get to Costa Quindici proper. Starts occurring to you, you're not really sure what town this guy settled down in, but at least you're going to be able to land. Probably. Probably, hopefully. Yeah, listen, I try never to think more than one step ahead. It's just too dangerous otherwise. You know, that explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Russ is just recuperating in the back. Taking a nice nap. Yeah, as uh, as we as we got on board and I like set her down, I was just like, "Good hustle," but uh, try to pick your battles a little uh, cleaner next time, kid. Do what noises do armadillos make? <laughs> I don't say roar. Here I am googling. I mean, what you're a weird space armadillo. Animal. I think it's whatever sounds you want to make. What noise? No, then the immersion gets ruined. What noises do armadillos make? I mean, it's a pink fairy armadillo, so it might be different. Um, they make noises similar to those of mice, such as screeching and scratching. That makes sense. Mm. Do, do mice screech? I guess they also make a sound which resembles a cricket's chirp. When flying, oh, oh, when the care gets flying, not the armadillo. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it Rosa chirps. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna say you managed to land the RV without much further issue. There are a few more shots at you, but you managed to park it in the forest. They aren't gonna be able to find you very easily. Make your way out into. A nearby town, which is a lovely little... It's not really a tourist hotspot, because this place hasn't gotten tourists ever since the blockade started. But it, it's the sort of place where you can find thieves and ne'er-do-wells and people who... They, you know, everybody's gotta live somewhere. Alright. And a floating island in the middle of nowhere is it's as good as anything, isn't it? You know? It's not as good as anything. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it qualifies as a place to live. It sure does. 
Uh, yep. Paul Roy recognizes that he is going to need to defend himself here. Uh, so I did not talk about this last time, but I've got a... Uh, my weapon is a ceremonial ruby-encrusted electric fencing foil that I took with me when I ran away from home. It is uh, very powerful, except it's also purely for ceremonial purposes, and it has to be plugged in to be used. So I think as we're going along, I'm just uh, frustratedly trying to untangle the cable. How long is the cable? Uh, I'm thinking like 20 feet. You gotta have enough room to duel with. Right, yeah. But that really, listen, unless you are really diligent about coiling that up properly and maybe putting a twist tie on it, that is gonna become a mess. You put that in a closet, and uh, that's exactly what's happened. Let's, I let's think, just pray that when there's trouble, we're near a wall. <laughs> I think the PDA pipes up again. You know, Empire Electronics offers a wide range of cable management solutions. Uh, okay, great. Where am I going to get that right now? The nearest Empire Electronics I wasn't outpost, seriously asking! No, 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 let's, let's hear him out. ...is approximately 500 miles away as the crow flies. <gasps> Thank you, Maxie. I'm assuming you mean the PDA, so you're welcome. Hmm? Bit of a weird response, Yes, but who yes. else would I be talking to? <laughs> weird. Alright, so, so PDA, can you tell us where this Garcia is at all? That would be difficult to determine. Do you know what he was going to do after retiring? And I think I think Leah's arm is like, from what I recall, he talked about opening up a bar and grill with a whimsical, easily recognized name, possibly some sort of pun or play on words. Those people are the worst. Just for the sake of the listener, I'm just going to say that Leah reiterates that to the, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. to the PDA. Uh, I think the PDA directs you to... Thankfully, it's not too far away, because I want to keep this simple. (laughs) It is a small tavern right by the forest. There's a little pond outside of it. I'm I'm really being inconsistent with whether I do the narrator voice or not, but I just got to roll with that. So yeah, there's there's a little tavern out by the forest, a little pond next to it, and on a big sign right above the front door, it says, The Crossbones Inn. Well, that's nice. Is that whimsical? That doesn't strike me as a, especially whimsical. Is it? No, because the bones are crossed. Well, right, fun. that's just sort of a pirate thing, though. Is is it a pun? Oh. Does that count as a pun? What would be the pun? What's the? Is, is there like a second half to that phrase, like crossbones in somewhere? You know what? Is if it... nothing else, I could use a drink. Let's check it Do out. Do you think they just serve bone-in chicken wings? <laughs> Oh yeah, it's the cross bone in. Oh, you you mean you mean chicken wings? <laughs> what? Well, no, as opposed to bone boneless chicken wings. You mean chicken strips? Oh, I see. We've got a we, we've got a fancy pants on our hands. You're calling someone else <laughs> a fancy pants? Well, if you're if you're going to denigrate boneless wings, yes, Mister <laughs> Potteroy Whippleberry Doomlord the. Third. Don't say my name around here. I like slap my hand over her mouth. <laughs> Listen, people aren't supposed to know my full name. I could get in big trouble if they did. So let's just go in, and I'm going to ask for a kids menu and order boneless chicken wings. <laughs> 
If you want to keep your name secret, why do you refuse to let us call you a nickname? I... the f You can just call me Pottleroy. That's gonna give up the game anyway! It's a common enough name! No, it's not! <laughs> name another Pottleroy uh, anywhere in the world! I don't have to stand here and, and, and play these games with you. I am uh, going inside. There was Pottleberry Sparkleton. She she grabs him with uh with her robot arm and says, "You do have to stand here until I let go." <laughs> Sorry, Lexi, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna answer your question with Pottleroy Jones. He's a he was a famous politician back in you know about twenty years ago. Thank you. Really? What, what did he What did he run on? Uh, he was firmly anti peanuts. A little strange. Also, didn't it, the uh didn't the opening narration in the first session explicitly say that there was no governments here? There are governments, they're just not as important. Oh, well, never mind. Because, uh, you see, a megacorporation holds dominion over the planet in a situation that is completely unapplicable and irrelevant to daily life in reality. Yes. Thank you, Maxie. Thank you for clarifying that, Maxie. Of course. Happy to help. Oh, no, I meant the GM. Of course. Happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant the PDF. So, yeah, I think the four of you... Going in this barn grill, it's not entirely empty, but there's only a few people in the corners, most of them eating peanut substitute or having themselves a midday brewski. And in the Yeah, absolutely decimated the uh bar snacks industry. <laughs> At the bar itself, wearing an apron and what you would assume from context is a false chin beard is a tall, very old, but friendly-looking man. Uh, you know, pretty thin, no skin, no musculature, big big smile on his face. Is, is the big smile because it's just a, a skull? Yeah, yes. you know, yeah. you know how it is. Well, I mean, it's not just because it's a skull. He's also a very friendly person. He's like, oh, hey there. W welcome to the, the Crossbones Inn. Can I can uh, I get you for anything? It, well, I don't know if the I don't know if the fourth one is eaten here or not. But can I get you three plus one anything? Okay, I get the pun now. Oh yeah, no, it's Wait. it's it's real clever in it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it is. Uh, it's good. You, no, I'll I'll first to admit you got us. I was <laughs> I was real skeptical about this name, but I'm I'm immediately won over. <laughs> I lean over to Forte and say, "Well, now I'm worried it might be offensive to ask for boneless wings." <laughs> Also, why don't you want Polaroid to eat here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know how boys like him are. They're always just gorging themselves on the salt and the sugar packets and asking for yeah. biscuits and gravy, but then they only eat the gravy and they leave the biscuits. It's a waste Polaroid, is what it is. Are you going to eat the biscuits? I'll, of course I'll eat the biscuits, yes. You sure? They're low-fiber biscuits. Listen, That's... listen, we have plenty of salt and sugar back home if he asks. Wheat is itself a fiber. There's no such thing as a low-fiber biscuit. Technically, wheat is a starch that contains gluten, which is wheat protein, and is often a source of fiber. Depends a lot on how you process it, you know. All right, so it's fiber and gravy, congealed into flour. I went to science class. I'm, I'm honestly pretty impressive that you just had that off the top of your dome. Well, you know, I, I'm a bit of a scholar. Yeah? Yeah, you know, pe people are always saying, oh, that, that, that... 
Oh, I've. Oh, hang on. I need. I need to remember my name real quick. It's. Uh-huh, you it's, got it's, this. It definitely okay, doesn't def- start with a G. I definitely feel kinship with this guy. <laughs> with William. My people are always saying, "Oh, that that William, that Billy. He he's a real scholar of the sciences." Uh, Leah's just gonna whisper into her arm real quick. So that's him, right? Yeah, it's definitely him. I don't remember him being a skeleton, but I guess he wouldn't remember him be being a ghost. So. What did he used to be? I never really decided on that. I think he might have just been a guy. But maybe he was like, a, maybe he was a fun bird man or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see why anyone would ever try to play a a, a, a funny bird man. Honestly, that seems like that seems like a poor species choice for a character. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Leah's gonna walk up to him and uh, sit down at the. I guess he's at the bar. mm Hmm. And she's got to, like, lean in and kind of whisper to try and keep, you know, the, the patrons from hearing it. Hey, so, uh, got, got my paw here, uh, uh, living in my hand. He's a ghost. You, you, might, you might be familiar with the whole, uh, the whole, uh, being undead thing. Uh, old, old friend of yours? Guy by the name of Buckner? Oh, my, you're Buckner's kid? Oh, I haven't seen you since you were this big! And he cups his hands together in a way that suggests he's holding just a regular, actual rabbit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's accurate. That's 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 how we all start. Uh, I I understand why you might not want to be uh, too open about the 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 the, the G word, but uh, we're hoping to get a word with you when when you can. Maybe after hours, after you close. Oh, I can close whenever. Hey, hey, you lot, get the hell out of here! <laughs> and uh, well, I, I mean, I didn't want to eat in your business. Uh, well, okay, we did want to eat into your business, but only so far as actually eating some of your food. Um, I mean, I don't pay rent and. You know, I don't really got to worry about food and water for obvious reasons, so it's really no trouble. And okay. I think Rosa the... started kicking out patrons. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they are, they're all grumbling about it, but they are leaving <laughs> without much of a fight. So, so what, what do you need to worry about if not food and water? Well, I don't know if you noticed what's on your way in, but Empire really doesn't like this place. They got a whole convoy of vaguely emo truckers. Is that their thing? I never really got what their thing was. I think they're emo, but one of them's dressed like Daft Punk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As far so, as we can tell, there was only two truckers, actually. Tell, tell you what, uh, as, as an old family friend, how about we each do each other a favor? You help me get some information, and uh, me and my team here will see what we can do about the barricade. Oh, sure, that'd be a huge help. Really improve business. Yeah, I, I whispered before, didn't we already kind of try to see what we could do about the barricade, and it wasn't much. Well, uh, Rosa whispers, is there a bear? <laughs> oh, yeah, a bear, a bear in an RPG. That would simply be absurd. <laughs> I know. Ridiculous. Yeah, especially, especially if you put one in the same place with the fun bird. That would be just fucking overkill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is getting a little too self-referential for my taste. So uh, I think we can just maybe try to... Try and come up with some uh, ideas about what to do with the truckers. Maybe find out a little I, more I, about. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if this is getting too self-indulgent or not. Let's ask Maxie the PDA. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just as self-indulgent as it needs to be. But also, if they're conducting a full blockade, I don't think that laptop was the only point of organization. I don't know what the term would be. Contact. There's- Sure, contact. There's probably some sort of planet island side. You're not you're not in space. You're you're on a planet. 
with the little islands. Uh-huh. Anyway, there's probably some sort of island-side communications hub related to that convoy. Okay. Yeah, we could probably do something about that. Uh, anyway, uh, Mr. Garcia, so we need to ask you about, um, a little incident we had on the way here, and, uh, I'm... Can I, can I just, like, just say that Leah yeah, explains j- to him everything that happened? Sure. Alright. Well, that's odd. That's... So you say the demon was in the tube, but it was real hungry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seemed like they were starving on purpose, at least according to Pottleroy. Well, if I had to take a guess, I'd think that's some kind of all-devourer. There's a few different varieties. It doesn't matter too much for purposes like this. And I would think that if they had it at a performance, they were going to leech off the K energy of the performance itself, maybe feed it through some kind of filter, which then feeds into a battery, lets them store it permanently instead of letting it release back into the ambient atmosphere. And oh, yeah, we broke that too, right? We broke some sort of battery? Yeah, we, we broke that. But, okay, so they weren't able to store it up. What would be, say, the consequences of... Uh the demon just sort of being let loose uh, to wreak its havoc. Oh, that would be terrible. Probably most of the life on that island would be torn apart. Most of the matter on that island, honestly. It'd just eat everything unless somebody killed it. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, well, uh, then... Just be a big old hole in the map right there. Well, That's no, better, yeah, better no. hope you didn't leave any chests, because you're not going to be able to go back and open them. I can <laughs> tell you that much. Yeah, no, uh, no... No point in crying over spilled islands. Um, yeah, so that's a lost cause. That that place is just gone now. Yeah. So what? Where, where would where would the demon go after that? Like, is it just gonna leave? Well, I'd imagine it just sort of float, or gradually the pull of gravity would bring it down to the blighted below lands. The below lands. The blighted below lands. You know how they are, uh-huh. where everything is covered in a permanent thick mist, and uh, well, you know, most people down there are probably dead. So it just gorge itself on the ruins and their corpses until it eventually starves to death. Well, that that, oh, seems, okay. yeah, that seems like a self-solving problem, really. Yeah. I that... guess the alternative is that it would start gnawing away at the base of a bunch of skyscrapers, and eventually they'd collapse, leading to millions more dead in something that was incredibly tragic and totally avoidable. But, you know, no way to know for sure. Uh-oh. Big world, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, People so say all the time. So, say we were at all inclined to go back and kill that thing, how do? You know, I don't really know. Usually I would just banish it, but oh, I, I don't know the method they used. You'd probably have to talk to somebody who helped with that, and if it's Empire, that'd probably be one of the Doom Lords. Well, we've got <laughs> Imagine all the eyes just turning over to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some fantastic news there, uh, Mr. Mr. Garcia. Hey, Pottle Roy. Don't you... Oh. Yes. Yeah, so this this here, this here, and, and she just puts a big exaggerated putting her arm around Potteroy. Like, can't. D- please like, don't. Like, almost giving him a noogie. Please don't. Like, this here Stop is uh, Potteroy Whippleberry Doomlord oh, Third. Oh, you said it. Heir to the Doomlord estate, presumed dead and presumed wrongly so. For now. Well, that's fantastic. Are you any good at banishing demons, kid? No, no, not even slightly. Now, how many times have you yeah, tried? Yeah, Polaroid, I, don't don't be too hard on yourself here. Yeah, we'll have to find something you're good at. Who knows if it's banishing? <laughs> Can I like uh, 
see if like there's anything in my past here that might uh, like I might give me some ideas about what we can do about this demon situation. Honestly, I think the thing that comes to mind in from your past is so you got this uncle. Uh huh. Victor Sticks, Doom Lord. Okay. He's pretty important in Empire. He can probably take care of it. Like, you're 99% that he can take care of it fine. Okay. Um, do he's, I... probably, he's probably already on that. All right, yeah, yeah. Is it, no, listen, Demon Banishment, that, that is an Uncle Victor situation. I'm sure he's already got it well under control. Would Empire even bother to banish it when they summoned it? Like, would the CEO even care? Well, they summoned it to try to contain it and use its awesome power for goodness knows what. They don't want it just running amok all on its own. Are you sure? Like 70 to 80% sure, yeah. All right, so we can assume that Polaroid's family has this under control, and if anything does go bad, uh, we all agree that's on them? Oh, that sounds fine to me. No demon over here. I, I, look, mo- I look mostly at Leah. <laughs> all right, well... Okay, then. Uh, any idea what they might have been trying to use that energy for? Well, if I had to guess, it's more a matter of control than anything else. See, the way that K-Energy usually works is it just goes back into the ambient environment so it can be harnessed again by anybody else. But, see, if Empire gets a hold of it and they can store it, then they got a monopoly on it. And you know how they like their monopolies. Yeah... Yeah, those, and those fuckers just can't get enough of the monopolies, you know? They'll buy every like uh, uh, every special edition that comes out, you know. And they're all the same. They're all the same game. I don't understand the appeal. There's Monopoly yeah. Junior, but that's only good if you're like two years old. Yeah. So did, didn't did Monopoly Junior didn't that one like uh, codify the whole money under free parking thing that like ruins the whole thing, makes games last like ten hours? So what I'm hearing is they're trying to build up the electric company. And and probably the waterworks, too. <laughs> well, one would only assume. <laughs> and so the fact that we kind of destroyed this attempt, do you think they're going to be real mad about that? Oh, they're going to be furious. They, pr- they probably tripled your guys' bounties just from that. Well, I mean, that's... You know, at some point, those are all just numbers, right? Sure, but they're numbers that get bigger and bigger, don't they? Eh, I'm willing to go for a high score. <laughs> now Gamers Uh-huh So it's Rosa <laughs> Now, uh Well, alright I appreciate you answering our questions Now How do you suppose we, uh Break this blockade of yours? Well, the easiest way would be to Figure out where that communications hub That fancy Tablet that the, the little The little fella The little fella you got there Is talking about you know the the little bleep bloopy. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not re- I'm not really an electronics guy. I'm more about invoking demons through blood rituals and stabbing oh, people and taking about, their stuff. You know how it here? is. Because uh, an AI is basically a demon. A demon, if you will. Uh, could we could we use a demon to attack the folks making the blockade? You know what? It didn't really occur to me. I suppose we could. I could keep her under control while you three. Sorry, you four, Pottleroy, no offense. Uh, while you four <laughs> go back into the sky, take out the, your, uh, their main little triad, and if we hit them from both ends, then that should take care of things pretty easy. Oh, I like the sound of that. Wait, who's their third one? We had the, we had the Daft Punk lady, the, the bruiser, and who's, who's number three? 
don't know, but people like that usually come in threes, don't they? <laughs> people keep saying that. Sometimes there's five of them. Well, yeah, yeah. let's hope there's not five of them. If there's five of them, we're fucked. Well, if there's five of them, then each one is going to be weaker. Whereas if there's three of them, each one of them is going to be a little stronger. You know how these things work. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then. All right, so, hmm. Where should we start? Well, it sounds like we should just leave uh, the the demon versus communications hub situation down here to uh, to Mr. Garcia here, and we can head back up, and I guess deal with the, uh, you know, the folks we tried to fight earlier. Yeah. Why don't I really just slip in that we in there? <laughs> My concern is where this third, or third, fourth, and fifth person is going to be. Well, hmm. if we start with the, let's just start with the two we know of, and we can go from there. Alright. We choose a truck, we blow up the truck, and we move to the next truck. That's Matt. That is how math works. That's true. Okay. All right. Mr. Garcia, you start wrangling that demon. We're going to go blow up some vans. Sounds good to me. Hey, everybody. It's Maxi. I hope you're enjoying the show. As a reminder, regular episodes of Eidolon will resume on April 19th for subscribers and April 26th for everybody else. That means the interlude's already almost halfway over. Yet another reminder of the merciless march of time. Anyway, if you do like the show, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash playtest. For only a dollar a month, you get access to new episodes a week in advance. If you're listening to this one on April 5th, you could have listened to it on March 29th. You could be listening to next week's episode right now. At $3 per month, you get access to early episodes plus a monthly bonus podcast where Luke and Molly discuss the design of Eidolon, Become Your Best Self. You also get access to the GM notes for each episode, including these interlude ones. And for $5 a month, you'll get all that, plus you'll get your name read out on the podcast like so. I want to give a big shout-out to 21st Century, Monica Ulmansik, NM, Zach Weatherford, Power Dork, Matt Boltzel, Gray Astor, Augie Doggy, May Lover, Maximilian Gumbel, Kevin King, Charlie Neal, Theodore Beauregard Mam, Propagable, Kenny Albrecht. It's either Brule or Brule. I thought it was Brule last time. Maybe it wasn't. Big Fella. Liam Black. Jenna F. Ren Diaz. Clockwise Man. AJ. Mary Painter. Robin Long. Robin Magi. Casey. Patch. Nubs. Eater of Dice. Imran Basit. Sudzu. Mage of Spade. Joe Richardelli. Mark Sokolov. John Brownlee. Ava, Grief Ninja, Addie Gill Ralston, Tanner Vogelsang, Benjamin Lewis, Abby Tandon, Crass Pants, Scaly Haley, Bizarre Logo, Christopher Pragados, Tabitha Spokes, Pete Shaka, Destry Hawk. I am so excited for the final Leah that I am gonna stop stealing names. I just realized that's a pun on finale. Make that finale. Wait, is it Finale or just Finale? Anyhow, Dreshura, Adam Levine, Tono, the mysterious fox of Fox Hollow, Jeans, James Terenzia, Soda Juice, LV, Kyle Wayne LaCroix, Cassandra Mira, Smokey, Hannah, Big Titty Goth Trad Wife, Queen Cat Attack, Dragon Girl Josie, Freebie, Mitchell Dill, 
Beardo, David, Jenny Size, Fire Princess Lily, Jordan Sam, Peridotted, Abilene, Witsu, Celeste Jennings, Jennifer, Johan159, Mark Myers, Sky, Morgan Spade, Eli Maroney, June B, Jacob Hathcock, Jeff Dorman, Dylan Lee, Evan, Lucentia, Virgil Purcell, Liam Conlon, Rizzy, Lachlan Cleland, Ryan Ball, Robert Wilson, Ellen, Evie Helms, Erica Maybe, Striven, Lizzie Two-Shoes, August, and the Z-Mage. That was actually a list of 100 subscribers at $5 or more. We are extremely grateful. It means a whole lot to us that you want to support the show and that you're enjoying the show as much as you are. Uh, if you're not subscribed on Patreon... You can't afford to if you're spending your money on other things. Totally understandable. Uh, if you want to tell your friends about the show, word of mouth is huge for us. It's the word out about the show. That is a huge help and, you know, gets it to other people who might want to hear it. Uh, other than that, as for Our Stormy Present, like I said before, expect that to release on the 5th of April. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, then it's actually already the 5th of April as you're listening to this. So you can go get it right now. It's available at blackberryandholly.itch.io for $15 or on DriveThruRPG for $18. That's all I have for you right now. Let's get back to the show. And the four of you pile back into the ship, which begins to rise back into the sky above the island and... Ooh... Oh, those trucks got a lot denser. Seems seems like they're not so much doing a blockade now as just sort of trying to mess with you in particular. That doesn't seem great. No, but, but now it's easier to jump from truck to truck. Uh, or... Rosa says as she starts spinning her hula hoop. Or, you know, this is a ramming vessel. It sure is. What if we just make a big old demolition derby? I like, I like the way you think. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> God, yes, do it. All right, everybody strap in. Polaroid digs a helmet out from the closet. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to fucking ram some people. How do uh, I do that? All right, I, so wait. Oh. Can I think when you say ram, uh Rosa's like, "Okay," and goes to her place, which is kind of there's like a thing in the front where she ties herself up and turns into her invulnerable form. Oh god, yes. Are are you saying Which that is a thing she can do? Is Rosa doing that defensively or are you saying that she is the ramming prow? Well, she's in the pill bug. Mm-hmm. She's in her pill bug form and she can't do anything, right. but she can't stop anyone from using her to ram into people. Okay. All right. So, let's see. Uh give me Okay, so you're, I'm going to say plus one from Bulky, and then Ramming Prow brings that action down one difficulty. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say, give me 40 10. Oh, yeah. All right. I believe that's 400. <laughs> oh, oh, those are all bad rolls. That's a five. Oh. All right, let's... Let me think about how this is going to turn out. First, let me... Roll integrity stress real quick. Probably just probably just two. D two. I I can't do that on Google. I got okay, yeah, that's one. You're fine. So Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say you rev up the van 
and just gun it towards this mass of trucks, and you are you are plowing through them, you, just tearing them to shreds. Some of them are falling down towards the island. Others miss the edge of the island entirely, and they're just gone. But there's a lot of them, and there's only so many that you can plow through before the engines start to stall a little bit. You gotta pull back or turn around just to get some juice going. All right, yeah, I'm gonna try and... Uh turn around and move back toward the center of the island. I think uh, Forte's PDA starts going off again. Uh, what do I do? Do I pick up? Do we, do we want to talk to her again? We may as well. It might distract her. I mean, if you think you can get anything useful out of it. I'm a ball, so I can't really comment here. Hello! Hey, surprise! And somebody bursts out from under the table. She's wearing a flowing black dress and... She had it's black, but it's got like some brightly colored stripes on it. You ever seen fruit stripe gum? Yes. Sure, yeah. Yes. Yeah, imagine that. And her eyes are just completely white. And she says, "Hello, I am Odds Onus, and I was sent here to kill you. So let's have some fun with that." Uh, I think like <laughs> that is partially drowned out by. Potteroy screaming as he's running to go plug in his sword and then attack her with it. <laughs> Do we have a plug in like the, you know? I think you have oh a plug. God, word. He's, uh, I was we got say, a, a thing uh, to convert the cigarette lighter yeah. into an outlet. See, that's what I was trying to. The cigarette was the word that I was trying to think of. <laughs> all right, I I I don't really know what that's all about. Oh, he just does that. Um. So what's your deal? Like what what sort of what sort of killing? What's what's your what's your style? Well, on the one hand, I got this fancy grenade launcher and she pulls out a grenade launcher that's just kind of covered in glitter and I'm trying oh. I lo- I love her by the way. I just want to make that sure me Fabi loves this character. I'm trying to think of a good sticker to be on this grenade launcher that isn't just straight up Invader Zim. <laughs> and I can't so I'm going to say well, that just Gurr's on this grenade I was gonna, launcher. I was going to say, on this planet, it's just called Zim. <laughs> grenade go Gurr. I don't think that is how grenades go. I think they go <laughs> boom. <laughs> uh, when she pulls that, I'm just like, okay. Now, you do realize this is a very enclosed space, and this this feels like a kills kill us. And I, I point to her pointedly us situation, and not just kill, you know, us. Well, you know, I like to have a little fun. I could, I could use my psychic powers instead. I got this nifty headband. I can do that. Well, what kind? Of, is she wearing the headband, or is it one that she pulls out to put on? Oh no, she's wearing it. Okay. Oh, uh, what's that one do? Well, it allows me to more easily channel my psychic abilities. You know, I can do telekinesis, pyrokinesis could read your mind but that there's not really a whole lot of use for that in a combat situation no definitely definitely not um i i'm i'm taking a couple steps forward as i'm talking to her and i'm just like no yeah no definitely a lot um personally i just kind of go and then i'm gonna activate my hidden cyber blade oh hell yes quick draw (laughs) okay to um oh yeah no go ahead tell me what i need to do oh no i was just going to say do you also want to burn disarming smile on this yes okay yeah no give me give me just straight up 40 10 uh highest is a nine 
Alright, so... Let's see, and that does D4 damage, so give me one second. Alright, yeah, that's three piercing damage. Cool, and I was aiming specifically for the um, headband. I don't know what... Ooh. Okay, yeah, no, I can, I can work with that. I don't think... I don't think you managed to break it, but it does start uh, emitting a bunch of sparks and kind of cool colored lightning. And she's like, oh, 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 that's that's not good at all. I I really wish you hadn't done that. Yeah, if only you'd had some way of, like, knowing that was going to happen. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. You know, that that's funny. You, you've got me there. Yeah, that's kind of her thing, is, is, is shit like that. I think, meanwhile... The other trucks have managed to, first of all, the people driving them and sort of uh, controlling them remotely, probably both are happening. You know how it is. I think they've realized, hmm, maybe we shouldn't cluster up around the thing that is really good at ramming. So they're trying to spread out a bit and just all take aim at you. I'm going to say this might be a good time to start whipping out the harpoon and tether. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna start. To, I, I'm I'm going to do a, a scaled up version of my usual combat tactic. I'm gonna try and harpoon uh, the biggest ship I see, and then swing it into the other ships. <laughs> All right. I think the biggest ship you see is going to be that big one that the other two of the bosses are on, and you can tell which one it is because it's got a huge hole in the cab. And a bunch of dents, for that matter. But the dents came from the inside, so they're more like bulges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a popcorn. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna aim for that. All right, give me. Mm, it's already taken a beating. Yeah, give me three d ten. No special modifiers on that. Okay, that's a six. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say since this, these guys are a big deal, I'm gonna roll d four integrity stress for that. Right, that's two, and then probably no fallout, but gotta roll just to be sure. Okay, yeah, you're fine. So I think they realize what you're doing, and in addition to the other trucks, they're all firing at the Brave Hope. But again, this thing is just... I was gonna say this thing's built like a truck, but it <laughs> kind of is a truck, and also it's being shot out by trucks, so that's not a great simile, is it? Uh-huh. This thing's real sturdy, so it is getting peppered with bullets and lasers, but it just keeps going, and Harpoon manages to pierce them square through that cab's dashboard, and uh-huh. I think it's reasonable to assume that you're going to whip them into some of their friends from there. Hell yeah. So yeah, you are using this other truck as essentially a flail to hit a bunch of their underlings' trucks. And Fuck I think, yeah. I think Proxy comes over, this time it's Odds's headband thing, uh-huh. uh, and she's like, um, um, Odds, is everything okay over there? Everything's fine, they've damaged my headband a little, it just means my psychic powers are going to go haywire because I no longer have full control over them. And I think on cue, Rosa starts floating, and... This is going to be fine for Rosa. She's in pill bug mode. Might not be great for the rest of you. And I think she's barreling towards Pottleroy now. Yeah, Pottleroy has finally gotten his sword plugged in and was like turning to go fight. I guess he's just going to try to uh, duck under Rosa. All right. Mm. 
Sorry, the mental Give image me. of that is just so good. Just, aha! <laughs> Give me family plus steel, Pottleroy. Okay, so that's uh, two D10? Yep. All right, let me uh, roll this. That is going to be a seven. All right. So I think he mostly manages to duck, but it, it sure does bounce off the top of his head. Uh-huh. And... Rosa sure is covered in armored plates. Uh-huh. So I think she does manage to... Oh, she really skins your forehead something fierce. Okay. Uh, I'm, that's going to be three corpus damage. Okay. Let me see if you... And it's, I rolled a one on fallout, so... God. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just going to say, yeah, Pottleroy's bleeding a bit. All right. That's all. It's not too bad. Yeah. I think he is uh, too amped up with adrenaline to really notice. He's just pure panic. And this just, yeah, uh, whirlwind of panicking and flailing an electric sword around comes at uh, <laughs> uh, the assassin here. Okay, yeah. Um, I think, honest, you know what, since that was a partial success, I'm just going to give this to you. I'm just going to roll D6 for you. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's a one. <laughs> Pottleroy's really doing great here. I will never succeed in a roll. I mean, that's technically a success. <laughs> also, I just need to note one coin stress, because the blade is high maintenance. But oh, you can yeah. take a bunch of that, so that's fine. So yeah, I think his frantic flailing combined with Rosa now bouncing back, it doesn't really hurt her too badly but it's Uh enough to get her a bit scraped up kind of carve away a bit of her dress and she's like oh this really this really isn't my day at all is it kind of doesn't seem to be going great for you sorry see normally it's not going great for us either die normally these things go a whole lot smoother yeah smooth isn't really um how we do things uh I think Leah notices a tug on the harpoon and she sees that the third one, who I'm just going to say, that's Ace Hill. She is just sort of crawling up the tether. And she's its she's slow, but she's making her way. Hmm. Am I still being thrown around? Uh, You can stop if you want to be. Yeah, I want to stop and go get my revenge. Okay. Then yeah, go for it. Tell me what you oh, do. Can we... Hold on. While you're still a ball, can we fastball special? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes, yes, uh, yes, so, yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, Leah is going to, like, shoot her grapple hand and fucking pull Rosa out of the air and then just wind up and fucking, like, launch Rosa through the window at the 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 other person. All right. Let's see. I'm going to say that's brawn plus family. I'll say mastery because of Pillbug and because it's cool. And then... See, you're at range, and I noted that Ace isn't great at range. So yeah, give me 3d10. Okay. Oh, that's a six. Damn it, I'm just not rolling well. All right. Mm, I'm going to roll with Rose's weapon, so that's going to be d8 plus two. That's a three. Okay. Great. So yeah, I think Rosa... She's basically a three-dimensional buzzsaw, and she's just mm-hmm. carving apart Ace's vest. It is nothing but shreds and tatters. 
And then Ace does manage to grab her and throw her back at Leah. Oh, shit. <laughs> the deadliest game of catch. Rolling d6, <laughs> and that does four corpus damage to Leah. I did forget to clear your armor last time, so that's effectively just two. Um, and right. I think right before it's going to hit you in the face, your arm just whips up and catches Rosa. Cool. Gotta keep, gotta keep your eyes on the ball, kid. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of balls in the air right now. Um, hmm. You know what? I think Rosa un, unpillbugs and just uses her laser hula hoop to cut the line that, uh, what, what was her name? Uh, Ace Hill. That Ace Hill is using to climb. Yeah, I'm not even gonna make you roll for that. Like, our harpoon! She just swings back towards the cab and she's <laughs> like, I hate you so much! <laughs> Uh, Rosa winks. Rosa winks and blows a kiss. Rosa, that was our harpoon! You've got, like, three of them. Yeah, but do you know how hard they are to replace? Wait, why do you know our inventory? I haven't put that in you. I just... I don't always know what you've put in me. Oh, no, I can't phrase it like that. I don't always know what information is accessible to me and what information isn't. I'm just kind of going for it. And then you throw me a curveball like that. It's called Yes and, I Alexi. programmed your PDA. Oh. I got bored one night. Oh, okay. Okay, that's, that's probably fine. I mean, why do we have it if not for keeping track of this stuff, right? L- listen, listen, Forte, I know you like fucking with, like, lesser beings. That's why we keep Potawoy around. I get it. <laughs> but you have to stop making Jesus. your PDA question its grasp on reality. No, this was a legitimate one. I didn't, I didn't know. Potawoy's going to take another swing at odds. <laughs> okay. I think she is readying the grenade launcher, so I hope, okay. I hope this works for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Give me precision plus dread okay. at difficulty zero. Okay, so that's two d10? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I rolled a two and a four. Oh, Luke. All right. Let me just see how much damage that grenade launcher is going to do. All right, that'll deal four damage. Okay. Now, Luke, you yeah. do have... Inability, yeah. which lets you feed that into coin instead. Oh, give me a second. And you would have just taken one corpus from your bleeding. So how yeah, do you want to handle this? I should probably, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how we justify that in fiction that it hurts coin instead of corpus. I mean, but. she's shooting you point blank with a with a grenade launcher, so I think it just fucks up your clothes real bad. Okay, yeah. Let's see, so yeah, that's gonna be four more coin stress for a total of five. And I'll roll Fallout. And you just managed to get under the wire on that one. So yeah, I think what happens is she instinctively raises her grenade launcher to block the sword, and you just sort of stick it in the barrel. Uh And there's just a burst of electricity, and it's not great for either of you. It does fry your own outfit a bit. You got this real nice pink cape. Used to be a blood red cape. You didn't really know how laundry worked. Right. Uh, it's looking real tattered now, and that's a shame. But honestly, 
could have gone a lot worse. Could've. And now she's just kind of thumping the grenade launcher, clearly kind of angry at it. Like, come on, old Betsy, you're not supposed to be like this. Wait, you Wait, supposed? To- why do you know that name? <laughs> <laughs> and i think while she's hammering away on it her headband sparks again and she does end up just sort of whacking herself in the face with it well that's no good at all listen i okay me per me uh lexi has forgotten her name what was her name forte oh odds Odds, yes listen odds um Boy, uh, how do I put this? Um, well, it looks like fortune really isn't favoring either of us at this point. Uh, it might be good to just uh, call this one a draw and sort of back off one another. What do you think? Honestly, at this rate, I'd probably be fine with that, but you'd have to convince my girlfriends. Oh, are you, a po- you together? Are you a polycule? Yeah, it's, it's really romantic, mm-hmm. isn't it? Just going across the planet, brutalizing people. You know, set, setting up blockades under questionable circumstances. Ro- Rosa nuts. I mean, you are working for an evil mega corporation. That part's not great. Well, we're not. We're not officially part of them. We're just contractors. That sounds like the good life. But they are like the only people you work for. Not exclusively. They're just the people we're currently working for. Who else, Who else have you, you work for? for? Well, you've kind of put me on the spot here. I don't really have a list of our contracts on hand. There was this metal band out north. There was this group. They weren't really revolutionaries as such. They were more just a NGO. But they hired us to beat up some penguins so they could get more fundraising to protect the penguins. Huh. We were hired for an action movie once. We were extras. Wait, they they hired... They got hired guns to be extras in a movie? They couldn't just find people? Well, I, I guess we were technically stunt people more than extras. We brought our own cool trucks. Listen, no, that, that that makes a lot of sense. You want you want somebody who can bring an air of authenticity to your picture, right? Exactly. You understand. Speaking of which, what's the deal with all these trucks if there's only three of you? Oh, there's more of us. It's just that only three of us are important. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Just that's how it works here too. <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like how he just constantly shit on Potteroy where he can hear it. Yeah, yeah, no, and I think Potteroy is is clothing in tatters. He's probably got some like smut, uh, soot stains all over him. And he's like, you know what? That is the last crack like that I can tolerate. But one day, and he uh, like stares daggers at Oz and says, "I want to speak to your manager." <laughs> God, yes. Okay, yeah, uh, so you're using Where's the Manager, uh-huh. which immediately gets you an audience with the central authority figure in a given location for D4 clarity stress. Uh-huh. And that's just going to be two, so that's not too bad. All right, great. Don't even have to roll for Fallout on that. So, yeah, I think I think she kind of shrinks away, and she's, like, kind of freaked out. I, I think... When, when did he get scary? I didn't... I didn't get... Ca- Imagine there's, like, a split second that, like, his eyes kind of glow red, but that goes away. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, you, uh, yeah, that's the thing, that's the thing about him, uh, if you, you push him too far and, uh, 
Yeah, you don't want to see what happens. Uh, I, if I were you, I would definitely get... I don't know, whoever's in charge here on the line, like, ASAP. Uh, uh, can I borrow yeah. your, your PDA? Oh, yeah, of course. I guess, it, wait, no, I can just contact them through my headband. And she's, she just taps it a couple times, and she's like, uh, Ace, can we, can we call off the fight for, like, five minutes and just have a little summit? And I think Ace over the headband is like, are you joking? After everything they've done, they decimated our fleet, literally decimated. They took out, like, a tenth of it, which, that's, like, ten or twelve trucks. Uh, and, I was kind of hoping we'd do yeah, better. Yeah, I. We're a little well, actually, rusty. no. You, you know, they did get they did get a bunch with the flail made out of our own truck, so they probably got like a third of it, maybe even half. Oh, that I doesn't just, make it better. No, I I feel a lot better about it. Yeah, it at least uh, brings up our KVA. And I, I think I think Proxy pipes up. She jumps in. She's like, you know, I I don't know about this. I don't know about this AC. I think maybe we maybe we should talk to him. It's it seems it seems real rough up there, and it's not getting. It's not getting any less rough for us. I think maybe we should bail out of this one. And I think just a lot of silence on the line for a little bit. And then Ace is just like, fine, pull up next to the cab. And uh, I think the two of you pull up next to each other while all the other trucks that are still in the air just sort of go back into neutral, stop shooting. Uh, Ace slams the door open. What is it you want? All right, now you listen here. We have done... We've acted all exclusively out of self-defense today. You have been the aggressor from the moment we have seen you. You forced your way through a blockade. We approached the blockade and you turned your guns on us immediately. We asked you to provide identification and you didn't. Because our scanner was broken! <laughs> Drops the scanner next to <laughs> next to them. Now, when you it's say broken now for sure, yeah. I can confirm that my scanner is very broken. You see? But no, you you couldn't even just tell us to turn around. You immediately resorted to shooting, and when we acted out of self defense, oh, now you're going to act like we're the bad guys here. No, no. We just wanted to go down to the island, talk to a friend, and leave, and you three have been nothing but a headache. I think immediately after Podleroy finishes saying that, there is a noise a bit like a dial-up modem, and a bunch of those trucks just start falling out of the air again. Most of them, I would say. I think uh, Podleroy sees that, but does not. He is He's in the zone at this point. He says, now here's what's going to happen. We are going to turn around, we are going to leave, you're not going to follow us, and if we ever see you again, oh, you don't want to know what's going to happen. You understand? Actually, speaking of understanding, what the hell just happened to your trucks? Shut up. That is a very good question. What just happened to our trucks, Proxy? Uh, um, well, it seems like the Islandside Communication Hub went down due to... If I'm reading these energy readings correct, looks like either a demon attack or an unannounced underground show. And, uh, we're probably... Oh, we're not getting those guys off-world again. Oh, well, we're not getting them off-world again at all, because I, I think the locals are real mad about the blockade. I think they're, uh... Yeah, they're going to be stripping those for parts. 
Okay, so it sounds like maybe both of us need to be going our separate ways right about now. Fine. And she does just jab a finger at Pottleroy's chest. But listen up. If we ever see each other again, which we won't because this is episode two of a four-part series and there won't be time for it, you're going to be the one regretting it, little man. Oh, well, we'll see about that. I, I step up at that point and I'm like, hey, you watch your tone with him. Rosa's in the background doing the call me sign to her. <laughs> I think she just flicks Rosa a business card with her number on it. Hell yeah. And then she scoops up her girlfriends, storms back into mm-hmm. her truck, and just blasts off. Uh, I, th- uh, I think there's like a... Rosa hides the business card in between the armor folds. There is like a beat of where Potteroy is still just like steely-eyed, like, locked pose, and then just suddenly collapses, like, oh my god, where did that come from? Oh, goodness. Good job. Oh, oh, I'm bleeding. Oh, I'm bleeding. Oh, no. Potteroy, dude, dude, that was amazing. Buddy, buddy, you wanted wanted to, you know, live a real life. There's nothing more real than shedding a little blood for your crew, my friend. I... I'm going to go find some gauze. Yeah, do do that. We should, uh... I think before we ship out, we should head back, talk to Garcia, and, uh... repair the ship a little bit. And then we should get the hell out of here. I, I think I'm willing to just skip you ahead to the point where you're at the crossbones again. And uh-huh. he is... You know how normally a bartender might wipe the counter a bunch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's doing the same thing, the same sort of rag, but he is wiping blood off of his apron. Great. And oh. there's a lot of it. And some of it's dried, That's and he's... Nice. You know, the rag's got some alcohol or cl- heavy-duty cleaning fluid on it, so it's it's getting at the dried blood, but you know how it is. He's like, oh, hey, how'd it go up there? I heard a bunch of those trucks crashed. Seems like everything went pretty well. Yeah. Thumbs up. Uh, I actually, a uh, question for... for not in character, Maxi. Real life, Maxi. Uh, so, <laughs> Th- thank you for thank you for forcing yourselves to qualify that. <laughs> yeah. By the way, <laughs> really great move. Yeah. Uh, it, so, is the the blockade like Dunzo? A blockade's Dunzo. Okay. In fact, I think uh, after this session's finished, probably going to give you both an airship advance and a low advance for that. Okay. Uh, for for the listeners at home, those are the methods of progression in our stormy present. Uh, regular advances are ways for the party members to get cool new abilities, and those happen when they thwart various Empire plans, and airship advances are specific to the airship, and they're when you do some wild shit in the airship. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I think she's just gonna be like, well, uh, well, Mr. Garcia, I, th- I think your blockade problems are a thing of the past. And uh, we're going to make some repairs, uh, if you don't mind, and then we're going to ship out. Oh, sure. I'm assuming you're going to go stop them from making any more of those things, right? Any more Because you know they're definitely planning to. They're probably already underway. Yeah, we're going to need to figure out how to do that, though. Well, if you needed a recommendation from me, I know that uh, there's this big old research and development skyscraper. You could mm-hmm. probably try and infiltrate that or storm it, you know. There's there's probably a few a few things you could do there. It's a tabletop. You got you got flexibility. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, All you're right. probably going to want to go there. They'd probably have some information on this whole thing. Maybe some information that you could destroy. Nah, that'd set him back a whole lot. You know what? I, l- I like the sound of destroying things. Uh, oh, hey, uh, hey, Dad, anything you want to say to Garcia before we go? Uh, yeah, can you just, can you just, uh, put your palm against his skull and we'll do some, some thought transmission there? Uh, I never knew you could do that, but sure. Well, it's only because he's undead, too. You know how it is. We have an understanding. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. And she does that. I think there's just a sequence of various beeps and chimes, uh, some, a little bit of wailing of the damned, but that's Mm -hmm. to be expected. Um, I think at one point Garcia's head probably spins around, but you know, he doesn't have any neck to snap, so it's fine. He has vertebrae, (laughs) but that's a whole different thing. And I think eventually the arm just goes limp and Garcia's, (laughs) he can't really do a lot in the way of making expressions, but he gestures as if he were wiping a tear from his eye and he's like, oh, your, your father's still one of the nicest people I ever knew. And I'm glad to see you. You inherited his love, uh, doing good deeds and whatnot. Yep, and uh, and a sense of uh, reckless abandon. Oh, absolutely. You know, it it really brings me back. It, it's good to see. It's good to see kids still carrying on the business. You know. Yeah, but hey, uh, speaking of business, we'll uh, we'll try to come back and see you here uh, whenever we get a chance. Hey, there's always a seat for you. Sounds good. I'm assuming y'all are all ready to go then. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when uh, mm-hmm. Leah says we are going to be doing repairs, I believe she mostly means she is going to be doing repairs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm actually going to probably stay behind at the bar for a while and just you know chat with, chat with people, try and get the the lay of the land a bit. Hmm. Rosa holds stools for Leah sometimes. So. <laughs> I think uh, Leah does what she must to get the ship in working order again. Thankfully, there's a whole lot of scrap just all around right now. And if anything, she manages to get the caravan working even better than it was before they landed. Once that's all taken care of, I think the four of you get maybe a beer each for the road. You don't want to get too party hard when you're going to be flying a large and dangerous vehicle. And uh, Potteroy tries to get a beer, but Leah cuts him off and gets him a soda. <laughs> <laughs> And once again, the four of you take to the skies, leaving behind an island that is still beautifully forested and full of a newfound lust for life and hope that they will manage to make things work, in part because of the trucks that now just litter every surface (laughs) on the entire damn thing. A man walks amid the wreck of the 97. He has a face covered in chalk and armor that looks like the surface of a lake at midnight, shining with the image of the moon. His axe, which is also his axe, is stained with the ichor of the demon that he and his employer sought to harness. He takes no joy in this victory. Though the creature has been banished, the real estate is a total loss. Moreover, the safety precautions were clearly woefully insufficient. That he had to fight this battle at all is not just irritating, it is an insult.
sticky sticks. You and your boys take care of that thing yet? Yes, Charles. And it only cost us two million kibbles worth of military equipment and ammunition, two dozen of my subordinates' lives, the uniforms that they wear, and the 97 itself being reduced to a wreck. I will remind you that I warned you security was too light. How was I supposed to know those four would show up to a podunk establishment like this? You were debuting a heavily advertised amplifier at the same time as- Whatever, Vic. Anyway, where were you when all that was going down? Taking your lunch break? As a matter of fact, yes. You know full well that I cannot function without a properly balanced diet. <sighs> that here means we go. one, the blood of the innocent, two, the flesh of the weak, three, the bones of the downtrodden, four, the tears of true sorrow, and five, gravies. All of which that diner had in abundance. Now I want you to listen to me for once in your life, Charles. As head of brand integrity enforcement, I strongly recommend against pursuing these pirates. They will come to us. And when they do, we will be prepared to utterly annihilate them. Eidolon Playtest is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash Playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Playtest, and you can follow Luke at SSJSpeedRacer, Lexi at TabletopGamera, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Mike at MikeLovesRabbit, and me, Maxi, at MaxiSatan. For updates on our stormy present, follow at BlackberryHolly. We'll be back next week on April 5th for Patreon subscribers, and April 12th for everybody else. See you then!